This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. Welcome to another edition of my podcast, and I'm really grateful to be here today because part of this, again, is a journey for me, but it's also a praise report for the people around me and the people in my life and the folks that have ha- have a testimony. So I want to welcome to my show, to my podcast, someone that I have watched uh, grow this uh, in a couple of weeks, they're going to be graduating from nursing school, and I'm really excited and proud of her because of where she came from. Let me welcome Miss Marie. Welcome. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for being here. Um, first of all, congratulations. Thank you. So tell people a little bit, um, and the reason why I invited you today, because there's so many people of a certain age who are afraid to start their lives over. There's so many people out there who are afraid, living in fear, to do something different. And I have watched you walk away from your old life and come into a new life. And just, it's been an amazing transformation. And I am um, happy to be a part of watching it, right? So just tell people a little bit, not to get too many details, but where you came from and then how you got here where you're going to be a nurse in a couple of weeks. Certainly, I would love to do that. First of all, I'd like to share that I am currently 59 years old and very happy to be so. I locate, relocated here to New Jersey from Orlando, Florida. I briefly, I'll briefly tell you that it was due to a divorce, and also my job as the bank was beginning to downsize. So when I finally relocated here to uh, Newark, New Jersey, I decided that I need to do something that would help me to keep, stay employed. I want to go into a new career, didn't get, want to get back into banking. So I decided I want to get into something in the medical field. And what I started to, what I did first was because of hemodialysis, I knew a lot about it. My father was on hemodialysis. My father, diabetes was something that did run in my family. So again, I wanted to be very conscious and of my own health. So I decided to go in something in the medical field and hemodialysis was very well known to me. So I took a course at uh, community college here in, New- in Newark and I passed the course, and now I decided I wanted to get into that career. But before I got into that career, I also needed a job right away because I wanted to be self-sufficient and take care of myself. So I just started doing private care. Took one patient on, private care. They had insurance. The insurance uh, paid me you know, a, a decent amount of money, and I stayed with that job until I got an opening and got a chance to work in hemodialysis. So my company, they decided to train me, even with my cert, my certificate, I needed you know, on-the-job training, and I found a company that would train me. How difficult was it coming from a place where it seemed like, because I knew you in Orlando, mm-hmm. that you were comfortable in discomfort. Yes. Right. Yes. That, and that's then the, a good way of putting. Yeah, nice way of putting. You know, it. you would get up, you go to work, you you had a, a certain life that wasn't misery, but you just were comfortable in your discomfort, and then you picked up and completely left everything, and now you're going back to school Yes, in your early 50s. Yes, yes. Which not many people, you know, and for you, I, I just I just remember, what, how afraid were you? Well, you were very much afraid to, because you're listening to the voices in your head, and you're listening to other people, you're too old, why are you doing it so late in life, are you crazy, are you, you, you you're moving thousands of miles away from where you were before. So you have all those voices talking to you. But the one thing that I did know of that discomfort is that 
I did not want to continue to live my life that way. There was a point that I read a poem called The Awakening. And if you've never read it, it talks about at one point in your life, something clicks and you no longer want to argue. You no longer want to debate. You no longer want to talk about trivial things because life had become so real for me that what am I going to do with the years that I have left on earth? Because I was an older person when I did this. So because I read that poem and because I had people that were speaking to me during that time in my life, you know, you're not too old, you can go back and do it again. I built up some confidence to make up my mind that I no longer want to stay in that miserable situation. Now, the confidence didn't come overnight, right? It did not. Was there, was there a particular point where you said, this is my, this is it? Because you have been vacillating, going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to do this. I'm gonna, oh, I've made a decision. I'm going to, okay, I'm going to go back. Right. And, and what was, was there a point where you're like, this is it? There are several things that kind of hit you at once. Uh, one of the things is the fact that you are looking at that you're older. And what, what do I want my life to look like five years from now? I want my life to look like it does right now. What I've worked, what I've earned, what people have pushed and sold into So you me. saw where you are right now? I, I did not see it then, but I knew that I did not want to stay in that dry, dead, barren place. That much I did know. So sometimes it takes just looking at where you are and making the decision. You don't always know how it's going to come out or exactly what you're going to do, but you make up your mind that I cannot stay here and accomplish what I need to accomplish. So there was not one moment where you were like, Mm-mm, this is my last day. It was a process. It was okay. a process of looking at myself day in, day out, and saying, where am I going to be five years from now, ten years from now? What do I want that to look like? And I knew it was not, stay- this place where I was in was not going to help me to produce that. Okay. So then going back to school, mm-hmm. did you, so you say you didn't see a path, but you knew you, you had been talking about being a hemodialysis uh, technician. Yes. You, you accomplished that. Yes. Check. But why wasn't that enough? Why didn't you just go, okay, I did that. Why now, why go on to become a nurse? Okay, because when I got into hemodialysis, which is still a job that I currently do and I love, I also looked at the fact that I'm now here and I now want to have an income that I can take care of myself, do the things that I want to do, travel. That was in my mind. I wanted to purchase my own home. Because you had never traveled, never. I have never, ever taken a cruise. I'm getting ready to take one now when I, as soon as I graduate. That's already booked, paid for. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. So there's so many little first things that I had not done, which, again, was a catalyst to push me into why are you staying in this place? You're never going to do them here. So there comes a time when your mind, if you, we feel that we are intelligent beings, there comes a time when your mind can talk to you, and it's up to you to knock the fear down and say, I'm going to do it. I don't know all the answer now. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but I know I cannot stay here and accomplish it. I must move forward. How that, what that looks like, you don't always know, but you've got to be willing to say, it won't be done here. Where do I go next? And that's why I to decided. To make a change. You have to a, do something you different. You have to do something. You cannot do the same thing. You know what insanity is, doing the same thing over and over and over and thinking you're going to get a different result. That's insanity. I had read that message about insanity. I knew the woman on TV that talked about insanity, and I knew that I was not insane. Okay. All right. So you're going to be a nurse in a couple of weeks. Yes. <laughs> um, going like on it. a cruise for the first time in your yes. entire life, yes. which I'm so, I'm so happy for you. What, what, else is on, what else are you planning? 
And, and, and are you planning or are you rolling into things? Are you waiting for the world to open to, up to you? Or are you actively doing and seeking things to, to push yourself? Okay. That is the easy answer. After going through um, nursing, going through LPN, um, and accomplishing that feat, I no longer wait for anything. If you know me today, you know you just need to get out of my way because I'm not waiting for anything to happen. I'm not sitting around waiting for somebody to throw me a new job. I am actively seeking everything that I want to accomplish in my life. So I'm and going let's, forward. And let's pause before we do that because okay. um, you just recently revealed that you almost quit, which um, I'm glad you didn't tell me in the midst of it because we probably wouldn't be still friends right now. No, that's not true. I would still support you <laughs> no matter what. But, you know, you you didn't share that until you had not. already gotten over it. Yes. But talk about that because I think everybody um, listening, you know, like you said, the, the decision you made was a process. Success is a process. I say perfection is a process, right? Mm -hmm. You know, that, that's the goal is to, to be perfect in things, even if you know that that's not really attainable, but you have to keep pushing towards that. What was the point where you thought you wanted to quit and then why didn't you? Okay. The point at where, when I thought I wanted to quit came when um, about two or three things happened to me at the same time. One of them was I, my job was putting a lot of pressure on me to work extra hours I was and for uh, the record, people, yes. she's going, she's working and going to school at the same time. Absolutely. At 59. Okay. At, at so 59. She got, she's and working and going to school full time at 59. Okay. Absolutely. All right. So at, your job at, wanted you to work more, more while you were going they to wanted school. Me, absolutely. They knew that I was going to school. They had given me a schedule early on that worked for me. But then it came that the job had needs too. Not just me. The job also had need. They needed someone to come in to stay later. They needed someone to be able to take care of their patients. So the job started putting pressure, in, and I needed to do work longer hours. The longer hours took away from me studying, and I needed to study more for school because now I'm getting into coming to the end, and they're putting more pressure on your school to get job to get the tests, get your you know your clinical was coming up that was something that was different so and then i also uh shared with you at an incident where my car was broken into and that just took my mind off everything i literally could not concentrate on school I stole everything your phone I, your books my, everything, everything. I, my my uniforms i mean everything was in the car that day because what i do is i store everything in the car to go to the library and study so i needed everything i needed in my books i keep a uniform in the car I keep my, my, my graduation cap, everything in the car, so I'm never without. But when my car was stolen into, that just took me off into a whole nother realm. It was like, God, I cannot do this. I, I let me stop now. Uh, I, I'm, I, and then another thing, the other thing that happened is I ended up failing three tests back to back. And if you don't know anything about school and college, when you start to fail, they call you into the office to sign a paper to say you know you're failing. And it happened one time, and it turned around, and it happened the second time, and it happened a third time. And so my instructor sat with me and said, listen, I don't know what's going on, but the one thing I can say to you is even though you know that you have failed three grades back to back, you still have time to turn it around. So that made me feel good, but it did not get me back on track. But it made me feel okay that I still could turn it around. So at that point, when all of that had happened, that is when I wanted to quit. And I talked to myself. My mind was telling me, maybe you're too old. You can't handle studying. Maybe this is too much work and study at the same time. So there were so many little elements that were coming at me trying to get me to quit. 
But yet and still, you're right, I couldn't share it with you. As, as good as friends we are, I could not share with you that I wanted to quit. In the midst of everything, of all your support, your, your, your graces are helping me and, and, and motivating me, I wanted to quit. So why didn't you? What, what, what changed? A couple of things happened along the way, and this is the beautiful part about life. At the time that I was sharing it with another friend that I wanted to quit, she was right there in my face encouraging me, telling me it's not going to happen, it's no way, you've come this far, and you're going to get through this, and I'm going to show you how to do it, because that person was also an older person that worked to take 10 years to get her associate degree, and that was motivation for me. But she also understood what I was going through. So at that point, a key person came into my life to guide me, to show me how to get over this hump that I was in, this, this desire to stop, to quit. So we need people. You, this, this is not a singular solo journey, even though we're not. here. And that's the beautiful part that I learned on this journey, that key people will come into your life at the time when you critically need them the most. And that's what she did. She helped turn my mind around, helped me to get clarity, uh, told me some things I need to do. And the reason I, she was, it was so critical for me to hear from her because this is someone that had walked the walk and done exactly what I was doing right now. And that's why it was important for me to talk to you because I know there's somebody out there who might need to make a life change and they're afraid to do it and maybe have tried to do it in the past and couldn't. And I want to encourage, I want to use this space that I have here on this podcast to encourage people. This is a a journey towards being healthy, wealthy, and wise. I'm going to stay on mission. But I I also know that there are other people out there that need to hear your story, Marie. And um, I want to thank you for sharing it. I want to have you back because there's more layers to this onion that people need to know about how you got here but I just wanted to also publicly congratulate you because uh, now I have a nurse uh, in my in my life that I can go to and not have to go to the doctor so it's selfish too on my part <laughs> so I can come to you and get uh, taken care of if I do something silly for free yes for free uh, <laughs> but no I'm just here but thank you thank you for joining me and um, and thank you for not not quitting thank you for having the testimony yes yes and and if nothing else uh the fact that I didn't quit, I hope that I can help someone else. I would love to come back again. I love to share more. I would love to encourage older people as myself to don't quit, don't give up, and never um, stop growing. Never stop trying to improve on yourself because we, we're, we're beings and we're meant to live our best lives until we're no longer on this earth. So that's my, if I take that I give to my the listeners i love it and this podcast is brought to you by 100 coconuts i actually shared uh, a 100 coconut with uh marie and uh t- go ahead go ahead you tell oh, us yeah it was is the best i have ever ever had 100 coconut that's right 100 coconuts.com uh and I'm she's not just saying it. that because mm-hmm. she was like Mm-mm-mm. so uh you can get yourself a case everyone Please go to 100 coconuts.com 100 coconuts use my code karen 100 at checkout 10 percent off there you go and also follow me on twitter at Karen Hunter at K-A-R-E-N-H-U-N-T-E-R on Sundays I pick a question or two and I answer it uh, with the hashtag podcast so at Karen Hunter hashtag podcast I will answer a question and I love you guys I appreciate the support share this with as many people as possible till next time